This is Gulf Coast Life. I'm Mike Canary. Thanks for joining us. On the table is an idea that was born in Chicago about a decade ago when the Chicago Community Trust first brought people together for conversations to get them to share ideas and explore ways to improve their communities and the region as a whole. Since 2014, dozens of communities across the country and hundreds of thousands of people have participated in on-the-table conversations. And next Thursday, March 30th, three area community foundations are hosting a Southwest Florida on the table. To shine some light on that effort and how to get involved. I'm joined today by Terry Mazzani. He's Chief Collaboration Officer at the Collaboratory in downtown Fort Myers. Terry, welcome to the show. Thank you. And Eileen Connolly-Kiesler is President and CEO of the Collier Community Foundation. Eileen, thanks for being here. Thank you. And Justin Brand is Chief Development Officer at the Charlotte Community Foundation. Justin, thanks to you as well. Thank you. So Terry, let's start with you. Um, in reading up for this, I realized that you had a connection to the Chicago Community Trust. You were uh, the head of it for quite some time. Um, what's it feel like to be part of a on-the-table, an and-on-the-table event happening here in Southwest Florida, having known you know, your roots? Yeah, this is a great opportunity to engage the community here, particularly after the hurricane, but to bring resident voices on the table to help to shape the future of this region. Um, if I do the math correctly, you were there when the, the, the first one was held in Chicago in 2014, right? Uh, correct. The idea came out of the year before the centennial. We realized there was a small group of Chicagoans who had this great idea to create their community foundation. So we thought, what if we brought thousands of people to the table to get all of their great ideas? And it proved to be very successful, doubling in attendance every year topping out over 100,000 people when I was last there. And now it's happening all around the country, in, including here in Southwest Florida. So uh, 2019, uh, Collaboratory, uh, formerly the Southwest Florida Community Foundation, hosted the first On the Table here. Uh, what can you tell us about how that went and maybe what came out of it? Yeah, that was under Sarah Owen's leadership. She uh, visited a Knight Foundation conference, got ways of how do we engage community broadly, uh, brought that to the area. A very successful start, over 1,500 participants coming together to share their ideas and to help inform the strategic plan for what became Collaboratory. So that was sort of foundational to what the Collaboratory has since done. It was definitely uh, foundational. Understood. Um, during that time, do you have any inf information on like the kinds of people that attended? Um, you know, I know the idea is to try to get people from all walks of life. Did you accomplish that or did Collaboratory com accomplish that uh, four years ago? Yeah. To, to a point, it was people who were aware and familiar with the Southwest Florida Community Foundation. Uh, one of our aspirations here is to be more broad to introduce and engage residents who are not normally in these conversations, so we're reaching far and wide. And then the outreach and the enthusiastic embrace by Charlotte Community Foundation and Collier Community Foundation makes this a true regional conversation. Eileen, I'm going to pivot to you now. Yeah. Um, uh, how, you know, was this an easy sell when, when they came to you and said, we want to make this region-wide and bring in Collier County? Yes. Um, Sarah and I had had many conversations about it. And in Collier County, we've been doing needs assessments with focus groups, community panels, community meetings already. So this just is going to 
you know, really give us some additional information, additional data for what we're doing in Collier County. So no problem with it at all. Can you explain how it works? I'm going to let you be the first to take a crack <laughs> at it. All right. Um, you know, describe it in very simple terms for a person who's interested or, or curious. All right. So if you're interested in hosting a table, meaning you invite your friends, colleagues, family, friends, whatever, over to your house or meeting them at a restaurant, over a meal, over a cup of coffee, over cocktails, doesn't really matter. But the point is to have a conversation about what do you all think is the most important things that are going on in our community. It gets recorded, all that information gets sent in, and then we're going to pull together a big report after. So if people don't want to host, but they really want to participate, all three community foundations will have tables at our community foundations that day where people can sign up and come in and participate in a specific issue or kind of a general discussion. So it's really, we're here to get information from our community people. You mentioned, uh, you said the word recorded. Are they yep. literally recorded like audio or video or is it just no, a matter of collecting data collecting through a survey? Data. Okay, yes. I wanted so, to make sure people yes. weren't were afraid no, of being filmed. They aren't going to be filmed. <laughs> so who's ever hosting the table gets to manually record on a piece of paper what the discussion is about that's going on or what people are thinking. Um, uh, so it's not too late for somebody to sign up if they no, want to host one. Absolutely. If they want to host one and have, again, just a few people over to have a conversation about our communities, that's great. And uh, Or if they want to sign up to come into one of our tables, that's great too. And if you create a, if you want to host one, can you ensure that nobody you don't know comes? Can you right. like keep it a closed circle or yes. open circle? Those are options, I guess. Correct. When you register as a host, you can put either public table, which means anybody can show up, or you put private. Um, like my, I, you know, I'm having one that evening. It's private. Just inviting neighbors over to have this conversation, um, and so it's not for everybody in town to come to. Gotcha, yeah. Justin. I'm piv pivot to you now. Same sort of question. Was this, a, you know, something that the Charlotte Community Foundation immediately was like? That sounds like a great idea. Absolutely, especially um, seeing we were a partner in this um, program in 2019. Oh, you were. We were. So I'm we sorry, saw I missed that in my research. Right. Um, so we saw the importance of doing this. Like, Again, especially with our regional partners, um, this is something we do as as a cohort more often is we do try to do regional funding together. So now we're going to have a little bit more of that data, really understand what our community needs are out of the, the, the words of our community members, out of their voices. So being able to identify that and um, it's going to really help us utilize our donor dollars in the most appropriate way. Um, uh, what what Terry was saying was that the 2019 one in some ways sort of formed the or, or you know guided the foundation of the collaboratory. Were there ideas that came out of the one in 2019 through Charlotte County's lens that then led to some kind of attempt to change things or create programs or things like that? It did, yes. It really helped us bring bring in our focus a little bit more. And it also really emphasized and showed us that just because we are Charlotte County and just because it's Collier County or Lee County, we're not our own little islands, if you will. It really is a region and the issues that we are all facing and fighting together, it doesn't know the boundaries of a county. So a lot of that bleeds in and out between the county. So it really emphasized and, and strengthened, I believe, our relationships between the three foundations um, quite significantly. Terry, let's go back to you now. We're going to get some more basics, some of the more just mundane facts. Uh, about how long do these table conversations typically last? Is there Are there any rules as to how long they should be, how many people there should be? 
We're encouraging people to have mealtime conversations. It's the oldest human tradition of breaking bread together that helps to uh, create a sense of community for people. The sign-up is very easy. It's on the table, swfl.com is an easy sign-up there. You'll be directed to do you want to sign up as a host or as a participant. And then you're looking at a range of locations across the region that could be open to attend as a participant or where you may want to host. Simple registration process, and then that will also connect you to resources, the toolkit for the hosts. And we'll have links to that on our website as well. And the map is, you know, you have a nice interactive map that makes it pretty clear and easy to see which ones are open. Um, is the goal primarily to get people who've never met in the same room having a meal together? Or is that just a goal, not the goal? It's a goal. We want to bring people together that maybe you have not been able to have more in-depth conversations with, want to introduce residents within communities, across communities, build that spirit of community broadly as we all shared the collective experience of Hurricane Ian and going forward, how can we tap on the great resiliency of our fellow residents to help in the forward-looking planning, the recovery efforts, and to address those needs that are happening right now that this will inform the vision and priorities for each of our community foundations. You mentioned Ian. That was the next question on my list. I think it would be fair to say that Ian issues will come up at these conversations? It, it will, and for each of our counties, it's an important part of the public engagement that's required to meet the conditions of the federal disaster relief funding coming in. And so we do really encourage people to share their thoughts about what does resiliency mean to you as an individual, as a homeowner, as a business owner, as a resident. Um, Eileen, yep. uh, um Say they're sitting around, they're talking about Ian. You're trying to get people to talk about the big picture, not the I'm having trouble with my insurance company, right? Correct. This is the big picture. And Ian will be one of it. I suspect affordable housing is going to be a big issue on the table for all three communities. Um, Health care, mental health. There, there will be many issues um, w along with Ian discussions. Um, I'd like to take a moment to reintroduce my guests. Eileen Connolly Kiesler is president and CEO of the Collier Community Foundation. Terry Mazzani is chief collaboration officer at the Collaboratory in downtown Fort Myers. And Justin Brand is chief development officer at the Charlotte Community Foundation. We're learning about what's called On the Table Southwest Florida. Next Thursday, March 30th, Southwest Floridians in Charlotte, Lee, and Collier counties will gather around tables, whether literally or not, to share meals and ideas about ways to make the community better and stronger. There is still time to find a table to join or even host one of your own. You can find a link to find that on our website or just Google On the Table Southwest Florida. If you'd like to engage with the show about today's topic or any of our episodes, just use WGCU social media. We're on Facebook and we're on Twitter. So um, how many tables have been currently become official? <laughs> I don't know what the exact terminology is that. Terry, can you answer that? Yeah. Uh, we've got about 250 so far. Wow. Are they across all counties? I was fair in saying that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. and, and coastal and inland. 
And um, some of those are still, like you said, open so people can go and look. And if there's one, where are they being held? I mean, what's typical for like the, the, the hosting? Um, we're seeing it in Collier County. I think we have about 70 tables right now. Some of them are in the workplace where people are holding these meetings. Community foundations, some are in restaurants. So they're kind of all over the place, actually. But the public ones, at least for us, are at our offices at the community foundation. Gotcha. And there, are, and some of them are in people's homes, too, in right? In people's homes. Hmm. Absolutely. What about in Charlotte County, Justin? What's the scope of what's open there? Very similar to uh, what Eileen just touched on. It really depends on where the host feels most comfortable, where they want to gather. I know we are going to host um, a couple different tables at our foundation as well at different times throughout the day. We have some restaurants. Um, we also engaged all of our chambers. So Charlotte County has three different chambers. So we are going to really get the um, business community voice in there as well. Um, I don't know if this is a, a, a good question or not. Uh, Terry, I'm going to ask you, though. I mean, is there any kind of like maybe slight screening process to make sure there isn't somebody that shows up just to disrupt? Uh, no. Uh, no we, just, we're very fully inclusive. You're, you're entrusting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and I do want a, a <laughs> shout out to Henry and Glades County where we've got those covered there uh, there are tables being hosted in places like LaBelle and Moorhaven. So and even though they're not technically in the three counties, but, you would support that. But because Collaboratory also covers Hendry gotcha. and Glades. Hendry and Glades are part of Collaboratories. Yeah, yeah. And then United Way has really uh, done a deep dive on here too. They've embraced this. They're hosting a number with their agency partners. And then Rotary Clubs are also stepping forward as part of their regular uh, breakfast that they have that week. Have you, have you, Terry, ever attended one of these personally? Many. 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 Can you just, you know, reflect on some, you know, what pops into your head about moments that you shared or ideas that arose, things like that? Yeah, I, I, I found that the on-the-table day was actually the most enriching day that I would have during the year because the conversations were so genuine and authentic. Uh, our fellow residents felt that they had an opportunity to have a say that their voice truly did matter, which is the tagline here, because it's true. And it's that sense of genuine conviction that this matters to me as a fellow human being, as a resident committed to this region, and I want to make sure my voice is heard. Hmm. You know, this is going to be a strange analogy, but, you know, you get together for dinner and that's one thing. But getting to get together for dinner mindfully is sort of a different thing. And it's like um, going to a comedy club. Everybody's ready to laugh. But this is going to an event where everybody's ready to really think and put ideas out there in maybe a, a more focused way than would typically happen, I guess. Well said. And that's people come away with a new respect and appreciation for their fellow residents in the region. And the ideas that come out of this are really powerful. Uh, there will be great ideas that we can rally around that our community foundations can take up and champion in that we hope that uh, civic leaders and public officials will be able to tap into this resource, this uh, reservoir of great ideas to make our community better. Eileen, is that the uh, the hope? I mean, I know you can guide what the community foundation and its partners can do, but then you're also trying to provide good data to the 
to the lawmakers at the state level or the county commissioners or whomever. Absolutely. And this ties so well with us because we're in the middle of a needs assessment. It's been five years and we were redoing that this year. So being able to take this data and put it on top of this needs assessment where we've done 5,000 surveys already is going to be very powerful for Collier County. And um, as I understand it, all this data will be uh, aggregated and, and distilled by somebody or some buddies at FGCU? Correct. Do you know who that is or what that process is, Terry? Yeah, that's Dr. Max Stein, okay. and he's providing the survey. So it'll be confidential. Uh, the results will be aggregated, not released individually. Uh, so we have that assurance it's gone through the university process to safeguard the individual respondents to the survey, and it'll provide a wealth of data for all of the community foundations and others to use as a basis of planning. Hmm. Eileen, have you attended an on the table before as a, as a normal person? I have not uh, attended no, this one yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> lots of uh, other meetings in Collier County, but we, have, we didn't do that on the table. So we're excited to do that. And I have to tell you, everybody I've talked to that are coming to my private one at home or to the public ones, are, everybody's excited. They're excited to tell you what they think. How are you preparing for the one that you're hosting? Um, at home. But I mean, like, 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 <laughs> I'm I, getting I, are, you, are, are you, yeah, I mean, are you, are you cooking a big dinner? Have you thought, you know, have you given some thought to like trying to bring it to a focus or it's just going to let it play out? Because I know there's the, the guide has some, yes. you know, some prompts and some things and some do's and don'ts. I mean, are you considering all that presumably? I am. I am cooking and I am going to allow it to take somewhat of a free flow about what do we think those top issues are in our community and let them kind of dissect down. Hmm. Uh, well, Justin, what about you? Were you around in 2019 when they did it? I was, yes. It was actually one of the first projects that I took on um, as an employee at the foundation. So I've really been able to dive deep into this and have a great understanding. And as a host, it's really important to, like Eileen said, let the conversation just kind of free flow. But as the host, you can also tell if it's kind of going a little askew and maybe redirect a little bit. So um, it's actually, it's a lot of fun. And a lot of times you are hearing a different side of your friends and your family because you are having those targeted conversations as opposed to just, how's the weather? How's your day? Oh, I can't believe the traffic on 41 today. Those kinds of things. Um, are you hosting one or attending one this year? I'm going to be attending three and then helping host the two at the foundation. So mm. it'll be a busy day. Uh, what about you, Terry? Are you hosting and or attending, presumably? Uh, <laughs> all, all of the above, beginning with connected to the recovery task force and the work of Resilient Lee is a large gathering, 8 a.m. on the morning of the 30th. Uh, at Collaboratory, we've got space for about 50 people, and this will be uh, targeted as much to the recovery and resilience planning. Is that just a coincidence with the timing of those two events? Uh, no, it's it was intentional. This is intentional. This is, this is part of it. Yes. Um, so one of the things in the do not uh, list is uh, mi micromanage the conversation. So I guess you're, you're really uh, back to the tr being trust trusting. You're, you're hoping that people will, you know, get the spirit of this and try to make it as open-ended and as open-minded as possible. Yes, absolutely. So I don't think any host wants to go in with the solution they want to hear about. You know, we want to make sure that it that people have the opportunity to just let it be free-flowing and let them come up with solutions, ideas, concerns. 
Um, the form to host a table asks if there's a preferred language. It lists English, Spanish, and Haitian. Um, do you know if there have been tables arranged in any, you know, that are specifically Haitian or specifically Spanish? Yes, we, I believe we have both Haitian and Spanish at the Community Foundation. Hmm. Um, are there any other languages, I guess? Or I guess the, the, those are the big three for Southwest Florida. Yes. Hmm. Um, so then you guys take this and try to enact change. Um, how does that work? I mean, explain, Eileen, from the Collier Community Foundation's perspective. You, you get the report back. You have this information. You see what's risen to the top. How does that then progress into, you know, hopefully enacting change? Yeah. I, I mean, much like our last needs assessment, we took those top four priorities, which I'm sure we'll take this time, and I'm pretty confident it will all merge together, that those top priorities we're going to hear about on the table are the same ones we're hearing about with the needs assessment. So then from the Community Foundation perspective, those were the four top things we decided that we needed to work on. So we went out and raised $15 million on Your Passion, Your Collier last time to start really ticking off some of these big projects that we know have to happen in Collier. I'm sure the same type of thing is going to happen again. We're going to rate those top things, and then we're going to figure out what is it we need to fund, who needs to be at the table, how much money do we need to raise, and we'll go from there. Does that data also help you raise money in a sense too? Absolutely. Because it, it, it shows people who might be able to help financially what is clearly on the minds of people. Yes. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Are there any issues that you each see as unique to your counties or is it going to be all a region-wide thing? Well, I think it's going to be uh, the same issues are being are, are being felt in every exactly. one of our communities. Exactly. I just wasn't sure if there was like but, a Collier outlier issue or a Lee outlier issue. No, but Maybe how not. we deal with it might be very different. Understood. And so how money is raised and whatever projects we choose to take on probably will not necessarily be the same in every single county for Southwest Florida. Does that make sense to you, Terry? Yeah. Th these issues really do have a regional character. They don't respect the political boundaries, but uh, in fact, they do have local expression as uh, some of our counties are feeding the workforce to other counties. And so there are issues there. The variety of what counts as affordable housing in one county is different than another county. The proximity to the Gulf uh, plays into the beach uh, front preservation, inland, we've got the issues of flooding and protecting the natural environment. So it does have a, a location-specific flavor. This is kind of just in trying to encourage civic engagement, right? And that's what this is at its root, basically what it's all about. That's the whole purpose is to get people together in a dialogue that we can use to inform our direction and to continue this conversation with our fellow residents going forward. And doing it in a face-to-face -face manner over a meal, like you said, in a way that might have different outcomes than if you just had a survey on Facebook or something like that. Hmm. That's it. Well, we're basically out of time, so I want to thank my guests. Uh, Terry Mazzani is Chief Collaboration Officer at the Collaboratory in downtown Fort Myers. Terry, thank you so much for being here. 
My pleasure. Uh, Eileen Connolly Keesler is president and CEO of the Collier Community Foundation. Eileen, thanks to you. Thank you. And Justin Brand is chief development officer at the Charlotte Community Foundation. Thanks to you as well, Justin. Thank you so much. On the Table Southwest Florida is happening next Thursday, March 30th in locations around Charlotte, Lee, and Collier counties, and perhaps the inland counties too, based on what Terry said. Uh, there is still time to find a table to join or even host one of your own. You can find links to more information on our on our website, wgcu.org slash GCL. If you missed any of the show today, you can always hear episodes in their entirety on our website or wherever you find podcasts. Our show today was produced by yours truly. Our director today is Jared Gonzalez. Our social media coordinator is Tara Calligan. For now, thank you for listening. I'm Mike Canary. This is WGCU-FM, Fort Myers 90.1, WMKO Marco Island 91.7 FM, NPR for Southwest Florida. <laughs>